Okay, riders. Random start. Riders, ready? Watch the game. We are back with another episode of the PMX podcast. My name is Pablo. And I'm Raul, episode 55, with the oh, yes. Japanese writer, uh, Chosi, who's, if I'm not wrong, who's living in, in Florida, isn't it? I don't know if he's living right now, but a couple of years ago, he was, he was living, I think it was Tampa, Tampa area, where the two Supercross are. They are rebuilding the, it was, it was, it was, it was Sarasota, they were or they had some trouble with the with the start hill, the supercross hill. It was breaking down or some shit like that, and they had to re rebuild it completely. Yeah, it was all smart track because uh, Sarasota is. Yeah, they were supposed to do so, but I've I've seen in Facebook that they are finally rebuilding, and that's gonna be hard because that is super expensive, like a million dollars or something like that, or eight hundred thousand dollars. That's a almost a new track. Yeah, that's well. It depends. In the US, tracks are way, 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 way more expensive than here yeah, in Spain. True. So, so uh, today we are talking about why US BMX riders look like shit at any world championship in Europe or in South America. <laughs> this topic we discussed about it like a couple months ago, and. We wanted to make it today because it's Wars Week. Well, it was supposed to be Wars Week. Raul and I, we were gonna be in Papendal for the for the race. And something we realize every year is that Raul, what happens with US riders? I'm 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 talking about challenge US riders. I mean, the pros are the pros. They get every. They always what happen with the, the same. Always happen the same that you go there. Um... At least here in Europe, like there are a lot of challenge riders. Uh, they have there are so much riders that they just train with the uh, their nation. I mean, uh, they go with uh, helmets and, and pants from the U.S. as well as the T-shirt, and and they go They're like, wow, I'm the best guy out there in the U.S. Let's take some some, <laughs> some riders down. I'm NAC three. I won all the past 27 nationals in <laughs> Minnesota, Alabama, and Oklahoma, Iowa, Iowa. <laughs> I'm and number I'm one back. out there in Iowa. <laughs> and then I'm gonna win these worlds. And what happens is that they've crossed in the third straight in <laughs> Solder. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's not easy, but it's not They're a hard not... third straight. I mean, I've seen harder third straights. Do you remember that that place we went riding when we were in in Thunder, that it was super hot, that we went to... to yeah, that was actually Holland. Holland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Holland. And the track, that was that one was hard. I mean, I that one... I like that one. Shit. I like it. Like, it was way too hard, but like third straight, it was so much fun and... And then last trade, it was it was great. There were so many combinations. I mean, I would like to know what track is that, so that we can maybe copy some of the straights for a top secret project we have. 
that that would be great. I think like first trade, it can be, it can be good to know the ideas and and everything. But well, anyway, let's go back to the main topic. So Raúl, what happens or why does it happen? Um, well, this happened as U.S. tracks are way too easy. Uh, I just right, right one, which was Jacksonville when you were living out there. And I don't know if I wasn't even with my bike and was way too easy. Yes, it is. But it's it's way faster. Like tracks are faster there. And that's why US riders, when there's a world championship there, like the one they had in Rock in in, in Rock Hill, they they do it so good because they're used to those tracks. When they get out, I mean I will I would really want to have um US riders go to Elche. Elche is too fucking, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's way too hard. I mean, I like it. It's good. It's fun. Uh, too complicated. Have you ever um, tell the the story about his name was Riley, right? Yeah, Riley House and and who was the other rider from and team? It was Riley House. I don't remember. But yeah, they both came to Elche. They, well, they both came to Spain for a tangent open and then they went to they went to ride Elche. I mean, I wasn't there. That's what my friends told me that they were like, no way, this track is way too hard. It's ridiculous. It's way too dangerous and everything, which is not that bad. I mean, it's, it's hard, but it's not as bad as they were saying it was. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like it, but uh just for training because for uh for racing it's way well, too it's, long it's too long as well <laughs> but hey papendal is long eh? i don't know what i don't know how much i don't know um the time for like a like a 1724 person to do a full lap or years boy or something but it, it, it has to be almost 40 seconds the shit is long i'm on on that side i'm happy that we didn't make it too <laughs> to Holland because I, I can only think about training in summer in Spain to get ready for a race in August and that's that's hard I mean it's way too hot last last five days they were way too bad I wouldn't I, I didn't even want it to leave my room which is I mean to to make full laps imagine having to leave the house to go to Full laps with five minutes, uh, five minute recovery, and then another full lap and do like five. Full, well, that's way too much. It's way too much. But well, anyway, I really want to see. It's it's World's Week, and I really want to see what's gonna happen Sunday morning. We will we will watch it online or something. So if you enjoy the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And we see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.